Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Once again, boys, you will have to tell me How Goods Footy. Pretty good, Sean. Pretty fucking good. Sean, it's rare for me to have two roasts in a row. And I, trust me, I've not forgotten what toast tastes like. My condolences. Thank you. Uh, I knew I that you would understand. Yeah. yeah, I understand too. I get Shut it. Shut up, Tom. No one's buying this act. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this was a huge danger game. I was preparing to have fucking toast. Yeah, I tipped I tipped Freo. So yeah. You, yeah. you looked me in the eyes and you said yeah. Fremantle. Yeah, many times. So um, many times. No, Repeatedly. Too, too many. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this round was interesting in the sense that I almost changed four of my tips mid-round. Yeah, see, Joel, that's Didn't what I normally do. I normally, that's big. Th- throughout the round, I'll change. But yeah. I was battered into submission on Friday night that I lost all, I, I don't yeah. know, I lost all hope for football. Because I would have changed my St. Kilda tip. I would have believed in Port Adelaide, I think. But Whatever. I thought yeah. I tipped Port Adelaide as well, but I looked later and realised I'd done an inverse Matt Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> who we got confirmation earlier this week is Matt with three Ts, Stewart, uh, who was, prior to this round, locked with me and you, Sean, on the same amount of points. I will say that since that round, uh, things have changed quite drastically. <laughs> um, hey, some mate. of us tipped eight out of nine this week. Some of us tipped six. You miss all the shots you don't take in life, and yeah. I took some big shots this week. I've still got six. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. I can live with that. John, I, I got You're six. only two ahead of me, John, Does that make you and, feel better um, worse? I'm okay with that, Tom, because like I said, I took some big chances. But yeah. Joel's only two ahead of me, and I've looked at the fixture, and I think there are two games Essendon might not win, so I might be able to get him back on those. <laughs> Imagine if I start doing the opposite and like tipping against Brisbane. Oh, well, you could on current form. Mm. Well, that's the thing. Uh, out of the four games that I almost changed my tip for, I tipped Geelong, almost changed to Freo. I tipped Carlton, almost changed to Collingwood. Mm. I tipped West Coast, almost changed to Adelaide. Oh, 
But the one that I almost changed, but I couldn't, and I opened the app to change it and didn't. Richmond. Was I almost tipped Richmond? You would have had nine, Joel. I would have You know have what? Won. I feel like if you had have backed Richmond and got the mm. nine, Sean would have forgiven you immediately. No, I would have. I, I've said this repeatedly to Joel. Friendship and footy tipping doesn't exist. Yeah. I would have supported you back. Like, honestly, Richmond have beaten Brisbane, you know, 15 of the last 17 games. Their yeah. backs were against the wall. Can you imagine Richmond losing five games in a row? I was Jack Rewalt's well, 300th. You know, there was a lot of factors. The thing that uh, kept me from changing and the reason why I believed in Brisbane, I think also came down to the fact I accidentally fell into Tom's tipping strategy, which I was like, yeah, but if Brisbane win, that's five <laughs> losses in a row. And that's so funny. That's so, oh, no. so funny. You've you got re- something anyway. to the, the, what you want to happen rather than yeah. what you think will actually happen. Yeah, but I did have a pretty strong feeling that uh, how the Friday night game went was going to go. But then I also could see it the other way of, um, you know, Richmond not being a serious contender for anything this year, a dog shit team with dog shit supporters, a disgrace um, with a fuckwit coach. Yep. Who am I hate? Th- those, those are all still true facts. Mm. They just happened to win a game on the weekend that they needed mm. to win. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get into it. I'm sick of this fucking chitter chatter. Let's just get down to business. <laughs> Friday, uh, tats, Thursday baby. night. Thursday night. Almost said Friday. Got swept into the magic of Friday night football, even though this week it was not magical. Thursday night, there was a massacre. Tom, Cats yeah. took a big shit on Fremantle and their finals chances. We did. This was a game that, like I said earlier, I was I was stressed for. This is a big danger game. We have a yeah, terrible record time. at Optus Oval, um, mm. Optus Stadium. I think we've played there five times and we've won twice. Because this, this is the thing. I was thinking of that because I was reading an article going into the game where the AFL uh, website had written an article about teams bogey grounds. And Geelong's was apparently the Gabba because we've lost two games there back-to-back to to Richmond in the grand final and then Brisbane a couple of weeks ago. And Uh it's like, we had a huge good run at the Gabba last year, whereas we've only won, like, one game at Optus Stadium until the one on Thursday night. So In in the defense of the AFL article, Tom, you didn't read it properly, and it was biggest losing streak at a ground, but that's okay. Please continue. (laughs) Okay, then. So I retract my statement. Uh, I'm a big dummy. So anyway... Fucking idiot who doesn't like to read. <laughs> it's in my surname, so it's disgraceful that I haven't. <laughs> um, no, look, we killed Freo. Freo, we looked him in the eyes and we went, you want to play finals? You want to play on a primetime Friday night? Get fucked, you purple fucks. I don't mean that. I love Freo a little bit. They're nice, but we yeah. killed him. We, yeah. this, is a, this was a danger game against a team that could have easily rolled us. There was a lot of things playing against us and... We came out there, we flexed our big dicks, and we killed them. And there was so many good little things happening out there, but there was just one of the best moments of the night was there was a passage of play that was a 90-second passage of play mm-hmm. where we went from our defensive 50 to Sav kicking a goal in that basically if you had to sum up the way Geelong play football, it was this style of football. And it yeah. was that passing it around to move through the zone and then getting it into the into the forward 50 to take a great mark, kick a goal. Yeah. The best thing about it, though, all throughout the passage of play, BT kept writing off the passage of play, being like, I don't know why they go for that kick. That kick doesn't achieve anything. And then it ended up in a goal, and it was like, fuck you, BT. This is how we've played for, like, three years. We don't have the necessary the leg speed to burn down the middle like that. We play possession football, and we just 
Played that all night. We played so much possession football that David Mundy couldn't get it the week I brought him into my fantasy team, which was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. David, <laughs> you burnt me. <laughs> I brought uh, in Sean Darcy and he got over 100 in three quarters and then got injured. So he's yep. hurt me as well. Yeah. It, um, it was a pretty pretty powerful display considering yep. we are missing two heads of our three-headed monster. Um, but Dangerfield decided he could kick goals this week and um, – Sav had a really good game as well. Like, he doesn't get a lot of it, but he just gets to good spots. He presents. He crashes packs. He's uh, he signed on again today for two more years. So, Oh, that's big. It's good. Really good. Did Gary Rowan not play? No, Gary Rowan no, uh, didn't injured. play. So no oh. Rowan and no Henderson. Injured, is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went off late in the, was it the Carlton game? Like two minutes ago, with just like ice on yeah. his leg. Yeah. Um, they, they He'll play this week, apparently, but it was just yeah. a, you know. Yeah, Didn't his legs crippled under the weight of his dog shit conscience and yeah, being yeah, a terrible basically. bloke. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. happened. Um, yeah. Narkel played a great game, infuriatingly. Delhouse came back in and had a huge game, laid like eight tackles and just chased fuckers all over the ground. And I was like, Tom, were you watching the game? Yeah. Delhouse should retire immediately. And the only reason he didn't is I got some intel on this. He's apparently on like the cheapest contract in the world. And I will. Retract what I just said, because apparently he's only playing footy at this point for the love of the game, which is how good's footy. But he his game this is the type of game that gets him selected every week, but when people like Quinton Narkle get dropped, it's fucked. Yeah. They but then also different- apparently he's paying for not playing for nothing. So Yeah. Look, I I I have this thing where I'm like, I want Narkle to keep playing, but the problem is Narkle doesn't play the same position as Delhouse. He's not a small forward. He's a he's an inside midfielder, and unfortunately, when fit, he's behind Selwood, Danger, Guthrie, Duncan, Parfit. <sighs> Selwood retire. Can't well, believe he signed a one year deal. Year. Can't believe it. Shocked. He's had a pretty good year. Yeah, he's be been solid, but come on, old boy. Uh, he wants the record. That's why he signed off for another year. Hungry. I think he needs eleven or ten games to go past Kernahan for the longest serving captain in the AFL history, which is pretty yeah. big. Um, oh, that is I've, I have one more really good stat just based on that stat. Tom Hawkins has now kicked over 40 goals in a season 10 times in a row. And That's uh, huge, Tom. I fucking love it, and I love him. That's I love good. And yeah, that's good. I mean, after a 69-point win, uh, the best possible result, as the you said, in the nice. of the game. <laughs> yeah. I giggle. Um, you have now become the premiership favorite again. <laughs> we were on top of the ladder for a brief period of time. Mm-hmm. That's how it sometimes works during a round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is how it works sometimes. When yeah. you play the first game of the round and you've got to win. Yeah. It means you get ahead of other teams that haven't played yet, regardless yeah. of result. It's it just means math, though that, Tom. It it means though that I'd sort of looking at us being third or fourth just based on how the ladder was looking, when all of a sudden we could finish second. Not that it matters because we will not play at home. It's not all of a sudden. It's been around for a while. Maybe I've been looking at the ladders wrong. My ladder predictions have been just interesting of late. How but many did you do? Humming this weekend, boys. Humming. Yeah, how many? How many? I reckon I did about seven. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I did one after almost every result. And the current ladder that I've currently got, boys, is all of our teams are playing finals. Yeah, great. Yeah, and where are Geelong and on the ladder? that's with Bombers not winning every game. You've got Geelong at number one on the ladder? Uh, no, they're you. Well, fuck. Is that still with them winning every game for the rest of the season? Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, of course. Of course. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Anyway. If we were playing Melbourne at the MCG, different result. We're playing him at GMHBA, potentially, maybe. 
Uh, let's get to the Friday night game. Sean, I'm sure you probably don't have much to say about this. Um, congratulations to Jack Rewalt for playing 300 games. And also, that's really highlighted how fast the passage of time is moving for me, because 300 games to Jack Rewalt seems very wrong. In my head, he's still a relatively young player. No, he's old as shit. Yeah. Yeah. People wanted him to retire two years ago. You're 30. Tom, I know. So are you. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Our next oh. milestone birthday as a group is 40. That's it. Yep. That's a fair and way off, death. Tom. <laughs> Having only just crossed the current milestone, you're looking way <laughs> ahead. Uh, Brisbane. <clears throat> what you have here, boys, is a team with injuries that is just not good enough because Richmond have even more injuries and they still find a way to kind of scrap and win. So Brisbane yeah. have lost Gardner and Adams from the back half, Hipwood from the, Hipwood and Rayner from the front, Barry from the middle, and they're just actually not a good enough. I, I actually believe this now, having watched the game. They're not a good enough team. The depth isn't actually good enough. I read a stat recently, not a stat, it was just someone's opinion. The best teams have a, like a deep twenty six players. Yeah, and I think Brisbane yeah. have a really good twenty two, maybe twenty three. At a stretch. So I, I just think they're a little off. So as soon as something starts to go wrong, it just doesn't really click. I got furiously angry in the first half. <laughs> and then uh, and then I tried a little anger management technique in the second half. Um, nothing Double groundbreaking. I mean, I probably invented it. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of this. You just put an elastic band on your wrist and flick it every time you're about to go insane. Uh, <laughs> I saw Mark Wahlberg do it in a movie once, and I thought, I'm going to give that a go in the second half. Hang on, you're taking anger management advice from Mark Wahlberg. That's where it got to, Tom, in the Jesus. second half. Brisbane owe you an be- apology for that. Brisbane owe you no, the biggest no, apology. No. no, look, they're... You know what they are, I think? The more I think about what? it? They're like Hawthorne in 2008 when... Sorry, Tom, when they snuck that premiership against you guys, and they did it early. And then they disappeared in the wilderness for like two or three years and then came back good. Brisbane, I think, are kind of in that young list mold, I think, where it's like we could have pinched a premiership last year, maybe even the year before. And now I think we might just float a bit. Yeah. And we're going to have a better chance next year and the year after. That's that's just what I think. Yeah. I think team selection-wise, um- you look at Brisbane, they're so one-paced. I think if they don't bring 110% intensity in the middle – in the midfield, around the ball, they just get exposed because they're slow in the back line because they continue to play Grant Birchall. Harris Andrews is clearly injured, I think. He hurt his knee two, weeks, two three weeks ago. He's, He's not, fucked. Uh, he's not right. Leicester's back in the team. I mean, when you play Leicester on Jack Revolt for 100% game time, what do you actually <laughs> expect is going to happen? Six Leicester goals. can't get off the ground. Jack Revolt loves getting off the ground. Like, it just, it's... Jack Rebolt beats the shit out of Brisbane every time, and I'm kind of sick of it. And most of the time, it's because of who they choose to play on him. They could have really used Marcus Adams. Uh, I don't know. In any case, Brisbane have been really poor the last two weeks, and they're going to have to fucking really turn it on, or they'll lose to Gold Coast this week. Jesus Christ. Yeah. We're fifth now, and honestly, we can't drop another game. They're probably going to start favorite in all of their remaining games, and they're going to need to win all of them to finish fourth, maybe third. Top two's gone now, I think. They've they really botched it with the St. Kilda loss. And then again on the weekend. But yeah. Don't like I lost a little bit of hope last week when Hipwood went down. It's not yeah, it's not panic stations, 
but they're not as good as yeah. some of the other teams in terms of depth. And then you've got other teams yeah. like Sydney, who we'll talk about later, who are fucking just coming up real quick. So Brisbane just need to turn it on because when they're off, they're fucking slow and the back line is old and it gets exposed. Yeah. It's also young as well. <laughs> that would go one more point. I look at that team and I'm like, well, we're talking about Brisbane have been top four roundabouts for three seasons now. There's so many young players in the team still. Like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. You've got James Madden in the back line. Um, you've got Kadeen Coleman. Like, the, the quality in the reserves isn't good enough because Coleman shouldn't be getting games. But he kind of is because there's no one else really pushing through. Like, Cockatoo hasn't come on like they thought he would. He's injured, isn't he, again? He was injured. I think he's back now, but he's still maybe a bit off. It's just, yeah, Brisbane had a great run with injuries, and they didn't pinch a premiership. And then this year they've had a fucked run with injuries and it's yep. really, it's a strain. It's a strain on them and yeah, Whew. it's tough. Credit to Jack Rebolt. I feel really bad for him that he couldn't play in front of like family and stuff down in Melbourne. Oh yeah, uh, it's uh, worth noting if you're an oh, yeah. overseas listener <laughs> that uh, what has happened between our last recording and this one is that everything got very fucked very quickly. We're back in lockdown again. Uh, which means that all of these games got reshuffled, uh, moved all over the fucking shop, and there was no crowds at certain games. Like this one. Yeah. This one got moved to Metricon Stadium. Oh, no, no. Sorry. There was crowds. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Metricon there was. Yeah. It was a pretty... I'd say it's a Richmond crowd, which I guess is fair enough because it's their home game. It's an interesting thing that I'm going to bring up with the fact that this was originally at the MCG on Friday night, but they moved it to Metricon. Um, yeah. I think to, I think mostly to accommodate Brisbane being able to not have to isolate in Queensland when they got home after the game, etc. Possibly, I, which I was weird because it. Brisbane were literally because that's the other thing, Sean. That I that that you've Brisbane flew to Brisbane to Melbourne, sorry, on Thursday, did a session on the MCG, flew out of Melbourne that same night to Metro. Yeah, so you just There's, got fucked heaps. Too. I, I Brisbane looked cooked. To be perfectly honest, there's a lot of players who just look. Pretty fucking tired, I think. Starsevich yeah. just needs a rest. I reckon he looks you, fucked. You're, you're gonna look. I, in my hope for you, is that you do a Bulldogs 2016, where you just sort yeah, of get to yep. the end of the year, use that week off before the finals to refresh and reload. Tom, here's the thing: before the end of the season, we expect to get Gardner back. We expect to get Marcus Adams back. We expect to get Jared Berry back. We're not getting Hipwood and Rayner back, but we're getting a few people back. Yeah, I guess it's just limiting the damage. Just trying to get wins in the next few weeks and finish yeah. fourth. Hopefully, yeah. that's that's the key. the The big challenge there is Port Adelaide and fucking Sydney. Whew. Yep. Wait, are you playing Sydney? No, no. Just as in terms of Sydney, uh, Sydney oh, right. will be one hundred percent gunning for that fourth spot. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, big time. Um, the funny thing is, like you making well, Sydney making for top four now rests on the team uh, rests on the shoulders of teams like Essendon, who could beat them. Uh, if they've really fucking turned it on and has still have to play them in this round. Because, like, Sydney have a couple of stressful games ahead of them. Yeah. But also look almost like an unbeatable side. So, who knows? S- Sydney probably would have to win every game, I reckon. They could really maybe drop one. Uh, yeah. But I just think with Brisbane, it's just, I don't know, it's been a bit of a dog of a year. It's the reverse yeah. of everyone's yeah. last year. Last yeah. year, everyone, but Brisbane didn't really have to get on a plane or do anything. Whereas this year... Run a plane heaps, and I think some people will look at that and go, "Well, fuck you! You didn't travel last year." But the other teams didn't either. If you think about it, no. they got up to the resorts in Queensland and just stayed in a hub. Whereas Brisbane have sort of been—we've been fucking all over the country this year. Yeah, it's fucked. Anyway, what else? Next is game. This is VFL. 
<laughs> there it is. Classic. Uh, Saturday afternoon, uh, St. Kilda took on Port Adelaide. Port desperately needed to win this to we'll jump into fourth spot. Dog shit game. Yep. Kick a goal. Kick a fucking goal. Either of them. It's a disgrace. <laughs> And then, and then when um, they needed to kick a goal, it was like they couldn't buy a goal. And then the last goal they kicked was the most fucked goal where Charlie Dixon burnt off someone, despite the fact that oh. he is two hundred centimeters and eighty percent penis. Yeah, yeah. it's because he hadn't done anything all game. He had that little fucking mushroom energy burst at the end, <laughs> the little speed burst, <laughs> snapping ankles in half. Couldn't believe it from the big man. Oh. Um, Ollie Ollie Wines is huge, huge, huge chance to win the Brownlow Medal. Massive. Yeah. Yeah, Massive. he's on fire. No one else is stealing votes in that team, I don't reckon. Boke earlier, but Boke's yeah, faded Boke, a bit. Yeah, he has faded a bit, and Robbie Gray's not around, and all the young guys, you know, the Butters and the Rosie and all them, they're not in the team. Butters might be back this weekend. Really? Yeah. Apparently. Go cautious with him, because he's the key. Apparently, he's right to go. I, uh, yeah, I, was, I, I don't know why you'd pull that trigger, but yeah. hey, they want a top four spot. Anyway, Saints had a chance to be in the eight and fucking cooked it. So yeah, uh, and to St Kilda, thank you. It has made Essendon's fucking hectic finals campaign that for some reason is still happening. Um, just send a fruit basket to Big Dick Dixon. Yeah, I will. I think I will. Just a just a big uh, basket of bananas and zucchini. I'll wait and until plants. I'll <laughs> wait until finals just in case. Um, yep. Port finish fifth and Essendon finish eighth. And then I might just send him. A note that says "fuck you," fucking hell, yep. Thanks Good. for eighth. Fuck you is what I'll say. Road trip to Adelaide Oval. Tell him in person. <laughs> Yell it from the hill. Yep. I'm going to get in everyone's ears. <laughs> get back. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next game, Suns took on the Dogs, and look, admittedly, the Dogs were under, like they, there were some key players missing, but the Suns really fucking brought it to them. As they do the last back half of the year, I feel for the Suns. They've um, they tend to do this in reverse. They normally start the year like this and then fade. They kind of had a couple of good games early, faded in the middle, but they're finishing strongly, which I think is an improvement. I think. Oh yeah, they're they're beginning to believe. Yeah, like they're at that, they're at that. Oh, that's exciting if you're a Suns fan. I think. I think yeah. it's finally starting to spin. And Matty Rowell hasn't got up and going yet. No. It's Tuke but Miller. Was... Make him the fucking captain. I'll tell you what. He's the joint captain. Shitting myself for him next next week. Him versus Zorko. Oh, boy. Well, also, like, you've got the Suns. I also still have the Suns as well, which is also I'm shitting myself. Yeah. They are now a danger game. They really gave yes. it to the dogs. They, they hung in there. Like, they the should be really thing, happy with that. The only thing that you might be able to take from it, Sean, is that they threw everything at the dogs, so they might be a little bit gassed this week. Also, we don't have to play at that hellhole Metricon. It's at the Gabba. So, thank fucking God for that. I think I've got them at... I think Essendon have got them at Metricon. Oh, strap your knees. Yeah. Why you have them at Marvel? Oh, you might not be able to play them at Marvel. Oh, was it originally No, it's actually... No, no, no. It's their home game. Yeah, it's at Metricon. Yeah. Fuck. Danger. Now, they're looking good. And the doggies, they just did what they had to do, I guess. Um, Mara, Jamara finally kicked a goal In fact kicked three And all of them were fucking works of art Good on you You go, oh yeah, I get yeah. it I get Because it's that thing of like Everyone was pressuring What I loved is last week So everyone's been pressuring Beveridge all year To play this kid They play him last week He has a bit of a quiet game And all the media are like oh, Played him too early Brought him in too soon Yeah, Shut drop him up. Drop him immediately Shut the fuck up 
Kept yep. him in, kicked three goals, took some nice marks, gets to good spots. Mm. He's a jet. He's also 18-19. He's gonna be yep. he's gonna be really good for a long time. Yep. But you know, not everyone is Sam Walsh. Mm. Keep him in. Exactly. Give him one more. Let him keep going. Yeah. It's a good story. Well, they've got Melbourne this week now. Ooh, give him a taste. Give him a taste. This is what it's like in the big leagues, big boy. <laughs> Let him take a hanger on Stephen May's fucking head. Oh, Whoa. please. Uh, speaking of Melbourne and Stephen May, embarrass themselves. Disgusting. Drew with Hawthorne. Furious at Hawthorne for not allowing Geelong to be second. A real nail by to finish. Bruce kicked the sealer for the draw. Um, <laughs> huge effort. With plenty yeah. of time left, too. Like It wasn't like he kicked mm. it with 10 seconds to go. There's like 45 seconds when the clock stops, I think. Yeah, so you know what was funny? It was... Post-match interviews, like the sirens go on, it's a draw, and Channel 7 continued with the fake crowd. <laughs> just like this, this hum of a fake crowd. And it's like, come on, man, just just cut it. That would have been so Everyone, weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, they don't, like, no crowd, and then a draw. So just yeah. nothing. Yeah. Apparently no, like, atmosphere. And, like, so you're yeah. missing atmosphere because there's no people there, but then you lose the atmosphere because there's no result. Yeah. It would have been the shittest experience of all of their careers. <laughs> well, nah, Melbourne, some of those Melbourne players have played. No, Tom, some bad it was games. even worse for Clarko than losing a grand final. Okay. Correct. <laughs> I bet he hated it. No buzz. Clarko you can't punch anyway. a wall if there's no one there to see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the theatrics, they go out the window. Hey, if Clarko um, punches a wall and no one's there, does it make any sound? This is a great question. <laughs> Sunday. Dad still has to fix it. <laughs> I wish that was the rule. I wish that if coaches broke anything in a box, their dad had to come and fix it. Not the yeah. coach. <laughs> Even if their dad's not like a plasterer. It's just, <laughs> my dad's an accountant. Fix it. Yeah, it's the rule. You. you knew the rule before you punched the wall. <laughs> oh, that's um, so funny. Thursday afternoon. Boys, I shit my pants. And I just kept shitting them for three quarters. Yeah. And then shit them a bit more for the start of the fourth quarter. And then I stopped shitting for about five minutes and then kept shitting myself again and then stopped again for maybe the last three. Yeah. Did you say Thursday afternoon? <laughs> Sunday afternoon. I might have said Thursday. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Hey, we're in lockdown. We got no fucking idea. We're doing this on yeah. Zoom again. It feels weird not to be able to touch you boys. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, uh, hold hands like we traditionally do every time we record this podcast. Traditionally. True. Yeah. Hold hands, uh, throwing winks. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the winks have still remained through Zoom. Uh, Tom has thrown off about four. A bit under my normal number because I'm not feeling it because I'm not in the room. And also the app I'm using keeps refreshing back to Thursday. So there's a chance that I was looking at the game and it refreshed to Thursday. My brain just read Thursday. Fair enough. Anyway, Essendon took on North Melbourne. And North Melbourne really slowed Essendon down. And we had a shit first half of a game. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to have watched this game. Oh, <laughs> Technical dramas. Oh, what 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 happened, Sean? Why couldn't you? We have the KO account between we the three Hackers Footy Boys. We do have a three screen KO account. It's almost as if a cheeky fourth party got in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Some yeah. Uh, hectic uh, reusing passwords action happening behind the scenes. I think. Ah, uh, good win though, mate. It was stressful. The usual amounts of stress. <laughs> Usual amounts of stress. Yeah. The type of game that last season we would have absolutely lost. Like, the fact that we fought back in the last quarter is actually, like, it's a legitimately good sign. Uh, the rest of the game is not a good sign, 
but also because we got the win, there's a big chance that like we shit ourselves. And even at <laughs> halftime, a lot of especially a lot of our forwards looked really fired up. Like a couple of like little little malleys here and there, like. Not melee, but, you know, pushing and shoving, getting into each other's faces. Mm -hmm. Not our teammates in the North Melbourne faces. Uh, I would be worried if we were fighting each other. No, that would be great, Uh, too. That would be very (laughs) Essendon, also. Just if Kyle Hooker just turned around and just decked Jake Stringer. Imagine, like, yeah, just Hooker and Stringer just jumper punching each other. How could it be? How could it be? Like, again, I love wrestling and I love footy. Just like a heel (laughs) turn in the Essendon. It's the most (laughs) Essendon thing ever. If they both just started fighting. See, I feel like there's other teams that have that, like, are way more likely. Carlton's backline. Oh, that, you know what? That's exciting. Like, a heel turn from a defender because they could just, like, <laughs> jump a punch at their teammate and then handball Take it to the forward. Oh, that's how oh, they can kick a goal. I, t- I tell big. you what, boys, just this is this is tangentially related to this, but you know, lockdown mm-hmm. gets a little bit hard, so you need to find things to, like, bring the, bring the levels back up. So I fell mm-hmm. down a pit today um, of. Wrestlers right? making a secret return or entrance in the WWE, and there is honestly there is nothing better than like the sting of like the the music to announce the Undertaker has come back when he's not supposed to be fighting tonight. The really like over the top reactions from the other wrestler, and all of this started because today in the John WWE, Cena, John Cena <laughs> made a surprise comeback. And that video yeah. was so good. I love the the commentator losing his yes. mind. Like he would know it's coming, but yeah. he's just like, ah! He's literally. I haven't seen that. I need to check it out. No way! No way! Cena's <laughs> back! It's like, yeah. who does he fight? Uh, well, I he didn't doesn't fight. fight anyone, but he came in. So Roman Reigns won Universal Champion yep. in the Money in the Bank fight, and then it, it was talking about how he's finally going to get the respect he deserves, and he's halfway through his speech, and then the needle drop of John Cena's music yep. kicks in. And the, his his face is the best part. It's about four oh, it's seconds, great. but it's just like what? No, no. And the crowd <laughs> they, they go to a close up of this kid in the crowd who's maybe ten, and that kid is fucking losing his mind. Like, oh, it would be so. Could you imagine, like, if they did that in footy? Like, say in a few years from now, Buddy Franklin's retired. And Sydney are playing in like a prelim final and they're down by a goal and there's like five minutes to go. And just there's like some music that everyone just knows is Buddy Franklin's music. Oh, what if uh, Essendon, Essendon make the finals and uh, Brisbane have won? So we're in, Essendon's in a semi and Brisbane have won the qualifying final. So they don't have to play this week. They're in the mm. uh, prelim. Yep. Essendon needs a tall forward, and then all of a sudden, um, oops, I did it again, starts playing, and Joey comes out in an Essendon jersey, <laughs> plays for one week. There's mutual respect. The oh, fuck, it'd be unreal. Anyway, uh, back to this game, which was not really unreal, um, although I will say, when we needed someone to stand up, Jake Stringer just kicked four, like, out of nowhere. Did nothing for a half, and then was like, oh, I should probably... I reckon he's got a bit of... Um... Last last week's Friday night primetime pixie dust left on him. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those goals were big. And you know who else? Fucking, he hasn't done much for the last two weeks, but ice through his veins, took a fucking very, very good mark that he almost dropped but then took, and then just slotted a pretty difficult kick, Kale Hooker. Oh, yeah. He's, he's looking forward to that week off as well before the finals, so he can go away <laughs> and just like... Recharge his cunt juice. Just, <laughs> just power himself up. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, like the last quarter in particular was a, a much, much better performance. And yeah, like just stuff like our forward line really started to pop. And yeah, Merritt in the last couple of weeks has been a fucking gun. Yeah. Yeah. Him and him and Parrish love a cheeky one, two. And it's so good. It's it's like yeah. it's good for footy. That little, they and they'll often do it too. Where like the other one might not necessarily even be in a better position, but they just want to share it. They just want to be like, "Hey, you're my friend. Yeah, you're my friend too." Yeah, footy friends. Nice. How's Devin Smith going? I love him. Yeah, <laughs> how's his form? Um, it's I would say down a bit, but he's uh, yeah. it's been questioned. Kicked a, kicked a big goal. It's been questioned publicly. It has been questioned publicly. By I reckon Brisbane Lions Premiership player, Jess Bushner. Um, I went digging into his stats of recent. He's not, like, there would be definitely worse performing players in the AFL by a significant margin. I think his average fantasy points of the last five rounds since he came back from injury was, like, 50 to 60, which I obviously wonder, isn't. Yeah. I wonder how many people just think of him in that first season at Essendon where he was the best and fairest. So he's a, yeah. a legitimately good player, whereas now he's just kind of like uh, a little bit of spare parts. Well, he's got a different role. He's playing sort of mm. a half-forward pressure role because he's not needed, which is kind of a good thing for him. It's like mm. it's not about him anymore, you know? Yeah, he's got to be a team I, player. I reckon what will probably happen is he'll get dropped when Sheil is fit. Ooh. And I reckon once he gets dropped, he will come back angrier than ever. Fucking oh, ready to chew yeah. ears off. That's what you need. <laughs> well, that's Plus, the, they don't also, have a measurement for lip. That's not a stat. And I mean, yeah, <laughs> he, he's ranked elite in that stat. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like I was legitimately because like I saw all of this. Uh, I'll say backlash, but it was hardly backlash about yeah Devin Smith underperforming. And yeah, I went back and looked at his stats, and yeah, they're not exceptional, but they're also not the worst. That's we've had. Like they're very just like middle of the road. Yeah, fair enough. If you had to say right now, mm. will you make the finals? Yep. <sighs> no, that gets us. You know what happens? You know what happens if that happens? Yeah, <laughs> we get an invite back to Terence's for a roast. <laughs> he just an update on that. So the other day, he just sent me a photo of a roast, not one that he had made, just a photo yeah. of a roast from I think a magazine, <laughs> and just wrote <laughs> waiting. Now, he wrote, he said that on like a Wednesday afternoon with no context, and I had no yeah. fucking idea what he was talking about. And like oh, two days later, on, I'm on the phone to him, and he's like, Did you get my, you know, my message? I'm like, Yeah, what was that about? He's like, You know, I'm waiting for the call up. I'm ready. <laughs> he's been ready for a while, Tom. He's been ready. Well, we were going to go. We were nearly on. We were nearly on, and then we got locked down. Yeah. Yeah. That, that hurt us a bit. That hurt us a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I this it could be huge, Tom. Because uh, uh, last time there was lots of jokes made that uh, your brother Jacob couldn't participate because Port had not made the finals. But this year they're also a safe bet. They're also in this. This could be a big roast. This could be <sighs> an enormous roast. Bloody hell! And it could come to blows because if everything pans out the way it's looking like it might, Essendon will probably play Port first round of the finals. Jeez, yeah. I mean, oh boy. Maybe. Or Sydney. Or Brisbane. F- fuck. <laughs> or Geelong. Very fucking <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah, it's a stressful See, stressful end of the year, boys. I recommend you get an elastic band and just whack it around the around the wrist. Um just quickly on My one broke. But um I'm hoping to get a new one. 
It actually did. It actually did break. Which which Jack Rewalt goal killed it? it no, it actually broke six. after. It broke after. My girlfriend said, "What's that?" And I started to explain it to her, and I showed her, and that just broke, and uh, felt like an omen. Yeah, that's fair. Just quickly on Essendon's finals chances. Unlike last time when we made the finals, when you just rattled off a couple of names there, Sean. None of them really scared me as much as last time when we had to play West Coast when West Coast were fucking on yep. at Optus Stadium. Was that the year they won the flag? No. Uh, oh! I could have been. No, because we watched it at a pub and I was overseas for the grand final year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did. I can't remember what year that was. That was uh, 20... That was the year that the Tigers beat the Giants, I think. It was, yes. Yeah. Yep, I've just looked yeah, at it yeah. now. It's the year that Brisbane and Geelong finished one and two. Yes, yep. wasted. <laughs> uh, next game. Justice was restored, Collingwood shit again. Yeah, great. Um, Love to see and that. Carlton, finally. Why mm. just keep playing like that, please? It was no. so exciting to watch. It took a while. They were, they they were digging did. into some deep special yeah. magic for uh, Serge Silvani yes. for that one. It's good um, to see Jack play well. You could tell yeah. it was one of those. That's a real how good's footy. You know, it's not yes. about footy moment. Yep. That was really good. Um, and you know what else is really good, boys? Sam Walsh might win the Brownlow Medal in his third year of football. He's a big chance too. It's going to be. It's a hot Brownlow. I reckon four weeks ago, Bond had it stitched up. Yep. But there's, like, then, there's, uh, there's yeah. so many players that are just like not necessarily the the player that you think, and it's it's so shit that Miller's been suspended. Yeah, I know, man. Fuck. He's, um, he's a huge chance. Yeah. So this could be a really stupid question, and I'm leaning once. It, like, the umpires vote each week, right? Yeah. Yep. It's not like, it's not retroactive. They go back and watch the games. Nope. And no, no, vote they vote after the game. They don't look at game. stats. Yep. Yeah, sick. They get taken into a, like a room, like when they elect a pope, and they are not allowed out until they have given their three votes. Yep. Yeah. And then a big smoke with the lead, like the number three in it comes up. Yeah, and they like, say, oh, yeah, Warnie, stop smoking in the change rooms at the MCG. <laughs> yeah. And he says, fuck you, cunts, I'll never. Um, but yeah, Carlton played really, especially in that last quarter, just fucking murdered Collingwood. Yeah, they did They did what Collingwood did the week before to Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. Just turned it on and, and killed Richmond them. ran out of gas and only... Uh, Richmond, Collingwood ran out of gas and kicked three behinds for the last quarter. Yeah. Big old yeah. Harry. I think Harry kicked four goals in the last quarter. <laughs> He's cracked 50 now. First yeah. time in his career. It's probably only what? How old's Harry? 22, maybe? 22, 23, maybe, yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't be older than that, I don't reckon. Wouldn't have At least the first time someone's kicked 60, uh, 50 goals in a season for like a couple of years. For Carlton, that is. Ah, yeah. never mean. Yeah. yeah. I was going to be like, that doesn't seem right, but I heard yeah, that no, and yeah. I'll just repeat it. Yeah, it's definitely for Carlton. Yeah. yeah. There are two games to go on... Uh, Sunday afternoon, boys. One of them, not worth talking about. So we won't talk about that one. Yeah, it was the a one worth talking dog about. Dogshit game. Well, it's just Tom. It was a dogshit game. It was a it was game. Dogshit game and whatever. West Coast won by forty points. Next game. Yeah, great. This is the juicy game. This is the juice. This, this is the fucked mm-hmm. up. Remember earlier in the episode when we said, "Oh yeah," between last recording and this recording, everything was fucked up, and we're in lockdown now. Um, so. And uh, there was actually there was another thing that happened this round that was pretty fuck- fucked, which was Richmond got stuck in traffic on the way to their game, so the start of the game had to be delayed fifteen minutes. Uh, and Brisbane. disgusting. Apparently, both teams were stuck in traffic. No, no, no. We were initially, but we got we got there, mate. Yeah, but you know, you know, you know, Brisbane shortcuts. Yeah, but you know, Richmond just leave earlier, fuckheads. <laughs> 
Well, I think it should have been fair. Like, you should have been able to start the game when it was meant to start and Richmond had to run onto the field when they got there. Real, um, real like, what's what's the word? Um, <laughs> Like, club club rules, like your social netball. If the other team doesn't have enough players, a point gets added every minute that they're late. Yep. <laughs> That'd be good. That's big. Yep. Um, but this game, Giants versus Sydney, uh, about an hour before the game started, uh, and uh, and not NRL. No, yeah, NRL. <clears throat> An NRL game. No, uh, no, that- you were going to upset Joel. I can't let you say NRL. You're going to accept upset so many people in the Hagrid's Footy Discord. This was a rugby game. Gives a shit. <laughs> but it's, Same yeah. sport. No, it's different, Sean. <laughs> I can't I can't let you do that. I don't like right, it. There was a union them, game. But I know there was a union game in Melbourne that nine GWS players and staffers and six Sydney players and staffers were at, which between like an hour before this game played, got uh, announced it went from a tier three to a tier two site, meaning that they had to isolate immediately and they couldn't play the game. One of those people was Toby Green. Ooh. Yep. Uh, this game was pretty vital to Giants making the finals, and it is pretty wild that the AFL let the game go ahead, considering Sydney especially, I think, had to call up three players that had also played in the reserves earlier the same day. Now the day before. And all three had played full games because they weren't expected to have to play. Yikes. It was fucking crazy. Yep. Yep. It's, um... This was big, and, and it looked like... The Giants were on early when they they'd exploded and I think had kicked seven or eight goals straight. And then Sydney just 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 chipped away at half time, just got a couple of three cheeky little ones at the end of the end of the second quarter there. And then Yeah, at one point it was nine goals to three. Like it was Yeah. It was going off. Yeah. It was it looked like the Giants were gonna hammer them. And then at half time, Sydney just came out after half time, and I think from that point where they kicked those three late goals in the second quarter. They kicked like the next nine goals or something insane like that. They just went yeah, even more ballistic. More yep. Um, Buddy was like, "Who wants to see me kick a thousand goals?" We do. He fired up. He kicked four <laughs> goals. He's, boys, he's, he's got twice. He's, he's in. He's under sub twenty to get there. It's nineteen oh. now, isn't it? Th- oh, nineteen oh. or eighteen? Yeah, he's yeah. he's so close. Grand final day. It's not happening in normal season. Yeah, finals. Ooh, so Tom still thinks excited. it's going to happen round 23. Can't believe we're going to run over the ground, boys. It's going to be so good. Oh, mate. Um, yeah, I reckon save it till next year, bud, just so I can get out on the ground. No, 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 no. Grand final day. Yeah. Right, he's going to get there before grand final day, Sean. He's There's five rounds to go plus finals, or four rounds to go plus finals, and he's on 19 or 18. And he's yeah. playing against one of his favorite teams in a few weeks. No disrespect to you, Joel, but he does like to kick goals against you. Look, he's got eight games to do it. Yeah, he's hungry. Because they'll be in three finals. Oh. Qualifying final, prelim final, grand final. Oh! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. This is big. Yep. Tell us, boys. Do you know who's really good at football for a person who is like 10 years old? Who? Is he a man named Errol? He's a man named Errol. Did you see some of the kicks he was pulling off? Yeah, yeah he's a freak. Like, every time he gets the ball... He looks for the best, most creative option, and it's like you're not even old enough to consider anything. <laughs> I know he's missed a lot of footy, but I'd still give him the Rising Star Award because I think he's clearly the best player. He 
he's just so yeah. smart and so good. Yeah. That, they all are. Those young, that young brigade of swans. McInerney's another one. McInerney? Yeah. yeah. McInerney's another one. Like, they just make good choices and they complement mm-hmm. the strengths of like a Parker and a Kennedy. Who You know what you're going to get out of them. They're going to go in and get the ball and you're going to get it and then you're going to deliver it like beautifully to Isaac Heaney or to Buddy Franklin who's yeah. going to kick four. Four, two. Good at six, bud. Good at six. Yeah, Hick- Hickey's the recruit of the year too, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Parker, gun. Dawson, gun. McInerney, gun. Hickey, gun. George Golden had 30 touches. Golden, gun. Franklin, gun. Papley, cunt. Rampy. McCartan, gun. Rampy, gun. Did you say though, Papley's- It's all fucking happening. All all of Papley's girls, except one, were absolutely fucked. They always are. He then, one of them, he kicked the goal and he celebrated and he almost- Almost ran the length of the field. He was celebrating for so long. <laughs> but it wasn't like a big celebration. He just was kind of running like with his hands out and he's like Ackermanis style, like, oh, did you believe that kind of shit? For ages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have to respect I him. love that. Have to respect um, them. Yeah, Papley Papli loves like a big run after he's kicked a goal. He often will just have his arms kind of... He does almost like soccer player celebrations. Yes. Where mm-hmm. he'll just keep running and keep his arms by his side or like, yeah. Yeah. No, They've got to catch him. Tactic. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. And, boys, the best thing about this game, the best How Good's Footy thing about this game, horse after the game, having a bit of a tear on the boundary line. Beautiful. Fucking love football. Having a tear? Yeah, getting a bit emotional. Oh, good on him. Yeah. Cares about his boys. All right. Should we look at next week? Yes. All right. Friday night. And, look, hey, full disclaimer, this fixture has already changed once today, and when you're hearing this episode, it's probably fucked again. So... Look, maybe just skip this section. Who gives a shit? <laughs> um, but yeah, Friday night at the moment, Port Adelaide take on Collingwood at Adelaide Oval. Port. 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 They'll hire Nathan Buckley and then fire him again after this. Uh, Saturday, Carlton take on North Melbourne at Marvel. That feels like it's not happening, but all right. Carlton. North. <sighs> Carlton. Yeah, Carlton are going to be fired up now, and this will be the type of team that they just like be like, hey, yeah, look, we're not going to make finals this year, but we're like... Oh, they can if they win. They've got to win five straight, but they can make it. Yep. Imagine. Imagine fucking hell. Yeah. I don't want to imagine it. Unless I said it's the seventh, and then I'll imagine it as much as my heart's content. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lions take on Gold Coast. Huge game. Lions. 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 Ten goals. West Coast take on St. Kilda at Optus Stadium. West West Coast. West Coast. And that is St. Kilda done for finals. Good. Uh, Adelaide take on Hawthorne. Biggest who cares cup I've ever seen. Um, Adelaide. <laughs> Having 16th place 17th in round 19 is funny. Adelaide. <laughs> Adelaide. Uh, then, uh, imme- uh, so that game rolls straight into this game. At the MCG, in front of a crowd of no one, Melbourne take on Western Bulldogs. <laughs> Jesus is, Christ. Is this the second time they've had the top of the table clash in front of zero crowd this year? Yes. That's fucked. Yeah, that's fucking um, insane. I'm going dogs. I'm going to go dogs this time again. Although I went dogs last time and they lost. So who fucking knows? I reckon dogs as well. Yeah. And then Sunday at a time TBC, at a ground TBC, Essendon take on Giants. Essendon. Bombers. Essendon. I reckon it'll be a dirty win again. And yeah. we'll win by like seven points. I will have taken 35 shits in my pants. 
And it'll just be every other fucking Sunday for me. 35 shits, 36 comes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. you got to sort out the ratio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Geelong take on Richmond at the MCG in front of no one. Oh, that's weird. Mm. It's almost like uh, there's no need to play that at the MCG. And you game. could move that game. Mm. You could move that game. So, like, you know, on Friday night this week, they moved the game. So the Geelong requested no, it. No, but not Tom, be in but front Tom, of crowds. signage, mate. Signage. No, 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 no. The signage is the same. They've both got digital signage, right? That's not what I've heard. They've said apparently <laughs> it's to do with the fact that X number of games have to be played at the MCG. Um, well, that's a disgrace. That can't be true because they moved VFL. one from the MCG on Friday. This is just dog shit. There's no yeah. crowds. Play it in Geelong. It's Geelong's fucking home ground. But, but Tom, you work there. You work there. Delete the file. Delete that contract. I can't go in. I can't yeah. go into the building. Ah, fuck. I'm working from Richmond home. Richmond win again. Ah, Geelong will win this <laughs> by a lot. I hope so. You think? I hope so. I think so. We didn't they- mention this before, but Dustin Martin is dead. He's out for the season yeah, with a in, injury. He's out for the season, yeah, because he ran into Robbo. Um, also, Dimmer Hardwick's a fuckhead. After the game, he said that that Dusty ha- had been kicked in the you know, like in the chest, and that's what hurt him. Robbo didn't kick him. You fuck. No, there was apparently um, earlier on he smothered a ball and copped a boot. Uh, look, if I'm wrong, I don't want to hear it. Sorry, Move but on. it wasn't the Robbo incident. The Robbo incident exacerbated it, apparently. Yeah, love you, Robbo. You mad dog. Um, also, Robbo... I mean, this might actually go against what you're saying, Sean, but... What? Ro- Robbo, like, didn't even really hit him. It Like, he got hurt because he tried to deflect Robbo and Robbo drew, like... Well, yeah, that's it. Dusty's own elbow into his side. Yeah, Robbo came to tackle him. Dusty, you know, tensed up with the elbow to hurt Robbo. And mm. Robbo's too much of a slab of concrete that the mm. elbow of Dusty went back into Dusty and killed him. <laughs> Exploded his kidney. Yeah. So he'll Which think also, twice incidentally, next time. is the exact reason why I was not allowed to play football as a child. For yeah. incidents like this. Because oh. you might have to play on Mitch Robinson. That's absolutely fair. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand the logic there. I get it. That could have been me out there, boys. I'd be dead yeah. now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then finally, Sydney take on Freo. Sydney. 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 I say finally, even though that's definitely going to be the first game on Sunday, but that's all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sydney will tear that up. Cool. Uh, Joel, do we have any emails? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Tom, we do. We've got time to read them this week, unlike the last couple of weeks where I've been rude to the inbox and our listeners. Just firing it up now. Okay. Look, Sean, I know that this would have absolutely been dismissed by you straight off the bat when you saw it come in. But I just want to address this, because this is a ridiculous email we've got, and it's the freshest email in our inbox. And this is from Tracy. And you all, <laughs> all of the listeners may know, Tracy barracks for Carlton, and anytime Carlton plays like shit, there's an under-the-breath, get-fucked Tracy from Sean. Yep. Now, last week, I said, it's funny, because there's a lot of lore around how good's footy, and some has never been explained, like mm. who Tracy is. Now, Tracy's emailed in. I'm offended Dusha doesn't know who I am. And the subject is flaggers, as in is like that- baggers, but flag. And that's end of email, right? Yeah, that's the end of the email. Uh, what a waste of fucking inbox space. That's that's perfect. That's like the Carlton of emails. <laughs> that's that's perfect, perfect uh, subject line as email, that one. Didn't need to open that. Do we have to call um, this the who cares inbox now? Fucking hell. <laughs> Tracy, just quickly, and- I don't know why I'm justifying this to our listeners, but Tracy, I know who you are. I'm saying our <laughs> listeners don't. Yeah, cop that, I've Tracy. met you. I've met you in person, Tracy. Fucking hell. I don't know who pays less attention on the field, the Carlton backline or Tracy in the fucking inbox. Cop <laughs> <laughs> that. Tracy. Yeah, I mean... Carlton turns it on this weekend, and unfortunately, Tracy appears to have turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one. And this is from Andy Savage, who has fired up the inbox uh, a couple of times over the last couple of weeks, and sadly, because his emails are often quite long and about games that don't matter, they haven't been read. Uh, but this time, it involves Essendon, so I'll read it. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, it's very good. Andy is a North Melbourne supporter. Uh, first up, congratulations, Joel, on winning the Shank Kick Cup. You're lucky Cunnington wasn't playing. Fuck me. Both of our teams kicked like the balls covered in lube. <laughs> they do. Now, you three footy oracles, some respect and acknowledgement for the Roo Boys' improvement this season, please. After you low dogs didn't see our great win in the last week. Oh, yes. I completely forgot about that. We we recorded right. before yeah. the greatest upset of all time. Yeah. Fuck. Good on you. Good on you, Roo boys. That's it. That's yeah. enough. Well done. I'm done. There we go. We don't have to probably read the email now. Yeah. Um, and the rest of the email just said, only upside to this loss is that Essendon pushes Tigers back to ninth. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Love North, from Andy Savage. North were well done. That, that win against West Coast was fucking huge. Um. We joked about I'm impressed by North. I'm impressed by their back half of the year. They're building yeah, nicely. They are. And I love Ben Cunnington. He's a piece of shit, but yep. I like him. Yeah. Or great ben bloke Cunt off the field. His... That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. It's on it. It's the <laughs> elbows on it that are the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's Ben Cunnington off the field, but Ben Cunt on the field. Yeah, that's right. This one is from Ethan. Am I being seduced? Dearest footy boys. Have recently gotten back into footy after moving into state some years ago. Back when I was into footy before moving, I was a big Hawthorne fan who decided to barry for them after they won the 2008 Grand Final. I was young. Forgive me. Nah. 
Anyways, decided to get back into footy this year and started listening to your pod shortly after. Seeing as Hawthorne didn't have an AFLW team this season, I have to decide a new team to barrack for. So I reverted to my old ways and decided to barrack for Brisbane. (laughs) Since then, a few things have changed. The Saints have decided to kill Brisbane and Richmond piled on. Hawthorne must have sensed my weakness and decided to pull something huge. Last week, you boys, I think it was specifically Joel, predicted an 80-point blowout. Hawthorne goes and draws this with Melbourne. I don't know if you boys can count that, but that's a bit closer than 80 points. I mean, that's... that's Footy boys. That's 80 points closer than 80 points. It is zero points. Yeah. Well done there. <laughs> yeah. What do you care? You don't barrack for him anymore. Hang on. Has he only just started going for Brisbane after you won the, the flag? Is that what he's implying this- here? After already implying that he was on Hawthorne after their flag? This is TC big time. This, I think well, Ethan might question. be our biggest is Nick ever TC. It's the Ken Hinkley of the inbox right now. Bring it home. Bring it home, Ethan Joel. What's Hinkley. he got? Uh, footy boys, I feel as I should stay loyal to my Brisbane boys, but after a few brief moments during that Hawthorne game, my footy heart was elsewhere. Should I feel ashamed? Footy boys, I wait your footy wisdom, Ethan. Well, look... Uh, Far better for me to turn someone away from Brisbane, but it sounds like you're a Hawthorne supporter. Always have been. I think what's happened here, and just want to double, like, Ethan, I'm on your, I'm not on your side. I just think that it's this email has been slightly misconstrued by one Thomas Reed. Oh, that's never I happened think, in the history of an inbox or me. Shut the fuck up, Tom. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think what's happened is that after listening to How Good's Footy and the fact there wasn't an AFLW side is what has led Ethan to Brisbane. Not the fact that they were premiership winners of the AFLW, because he's following Brisbane in the AFLM. So I think those two points are unrelated. Oh, no, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't take that from Tom at all. I think Tom meant that Brisbane are good again now. Yes. Yeah. And he's barracking for them as the women's because they won a premiership, and then also the men because they're good again, is how I took that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing seeing a bit of fair weather to this. Mm. Ethan, it sounds like you're a Hawthorne supporter. Yeah. Maybe you barrack for Port Adelaide because, like, you know, your dad coaches them. (laughs) (laughs) Ethan, if you look like an old testicle, let us know. Anyway, keep barracking for Hawthorne. Um, (sighs) Ethan, if you're a new listener to the show, that's because Ken Hinckley, your dad, looks like an old testicle. Mm. Mm. Wrinkly fuck. (laughs) Anyway, hope that helped, Ethan. And finally, to bring the show home with a resident emailer that we haven't heard from for a couple of weeks, but he's often cited as the heart of How Good's Footy, and that's Brandon from Canada. Hello, footy uncles. So, I have a big problem. We had our baby a couple of months ago. His name is Kepler. He's the best. Picture attached. When we listen to the pod, I refer to you guys as Kip's uncles. (laughs) (laughs) I like that a lot. Man, I'm an uncle twice in one year. Mm. <laughs> I've only got one brother. This is off its fucking head. <laughs> and since Kepler's birth, all of my sports teams have completely failed me. Ooh. My hockey team got swept in the playoffs, and the Eagles have been playing like trash, losing to North Sydney by like 300 points, Giants, Bombers, and the Dogs, and have a horrific percentage. Is it Kepler's fault? Any tips on what to do? Or are the teams I just cheer for shit? That would be depressing. 
Also, I've been tied with Tom in the tipping for weeks and pulled ahead this week from the Eagles deciding to show up for once. If I somehow manage to lose to Tom in tipping, I can't imagine having to explain myself to Kip. So, Tom, <laughs> bring it on. Oh, <laughs> I love this. Brandon from Canada. Big challenge. The tipping needed a bit of spice in the last five weeks because, Tom, Joel and I, we're you know, back and forth. It's a pretty fierce competition. You're just down the end there. Uh, I think I'm 98th or some shit like that. Actually, I think yeah. I've moved up. Oh, how good's footy beanie oh, on is, that baby? That is an absolute. <laughs> is that an ripper. eagle's? Is that an eagle's blanket? Yep, that is. Uh, yep, eagle's blanket. How good's footy beanie on Kepler's head? Jesus, Fucking hell. boys, I lie. I'm not ninety something. I'm hundred and first again. Yeah, you're disgusting, Tom and Kepler from your uncles. If you could stop cursing your dad's teams, that would be great. Uh, unless your dad's teams are playing your uncle's teams, in which case I hope his teams burn in hell, yeah. Kaplan. <laughs> join the dark side. Join join our teams. Become a three way supporter, <laughs> but not for yeah, the that's Eagles. awesome. That's a that's a that's a great name too. Congrats, man. And Tom, if you want to send us an email, where can you find us? Yeah, if you want to, you know, tell us about how where you're uncles to your children, uh, send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail dot com, or you can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at Orchard Trade. I'm at Carney from 55 and at Scaredy Boys uh, podcast. New episodes every Friday. And you can find me at Douche13. Go Cats. It's a couple of weeks away from finals and things are heating up. Fucking hell. No more toast for the rest of the season, I reckon, for yep. all of us. Good. Very good. I beat Tom in fantasy, by the way. Just letting you everyone did. know that. Just That's fucking two. huge. I nearly Eat got shit, you. Tom. Yeah, Shut the gotcha. fuck up, Tom. How good, sweetie. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.